Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Book Goodies Podcast for Authors. Uh, my name is Deborah Carty, and I'm your host. And tonight I have with me two very unique guests, Elvin and Antonio. Actually, everybody's unique, but their book is very unique. <laughs> and I would like to say uh, welcome to both of you. How are you doing tonight? How are you? Hi, we're doing very well tonight. All right, great. Well, can you each introduce yourselves and then um, tell us a little bit about yourselves? Sure. I'm Antonio Lopez Woods, um, born and raised in the Bronx, Puerto Rican Italian, and um, I'm an actor and a model and an author. Nice. Alvin? Yes, and I am Alvin Lopez Woods. Hi, everyone. Um, I am a publicist and author. I am from Louisiana, now based here in New York City with my husband. And um, we were one of the first couples that were married on July 24th of 2011. Uh, we had the absolute pleasure of sharing our special day with the world. And uh, we received Enormous, enormous attention um, being featured in the New York Times, the New York Post, John Stewart's The Daily Show. And, um, you know, we are advocates for marriage equality, saying sex equality. And we wrote a book to enlighten all couples on uh, relationships. Well, and that's what's so exciting about this is because... Uh, whether people decide that they like um, marriage, you know, same-sex marriage or not, you can't, de you can't um, deny that there are still going to be relationships between people. So if you are in, you know, a heterosexual or a homosexual or a lesbian relationship, it, the same thing applies. All right. Yes. Which is, and that's what your book is about. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, how did you come up with the idea for the book? <laughs> um, well, funny story. Um, we were, you know, after we got married and um, we decided to, you know, live the bliss of, oh my God, we're married, we're young, you know, we have careers, you know, what can we do to better ourselves? Um, and, you know, we, we said that, we wanted to write a book, but didn't know what to write about. Mm -hmm. uh, one day we just, it came to us, you know, and um, we wrote the book. We, we Yeah, uh, to piggyback off of what uh, my husband is saying, you know, we, we were looking for a template for ourselves. You know, uh, marriage isn't an easy road to go mm -hmm. down. And, you know, there is no template or playbook to you know, to an ideal marriage. And, you know, we're, we're both young. We're both in our 20s and decided to make this, you know, huge commitment to one another. And, you know, we, we decided to, to start to journal, if you will, um, you know, different experiences that we were going through and uh, bringing us closer together. And, you know, once we got married, we started to find ourselves in the uh, familiar position of giving advice to friends and family and, you know, colleagues about how we're making things work and, you know, how we're handling, you know, first few months of being married. And we, we realized that everyone was going through things that we were going through, whether it was a same-sex couple, whether it was my parents, whether it was friends, you know, everyone seemed to be having the same 
challenges uh, within their relationships. And it was it was more like an aha moment for us. You know, we already knew that we wanted to put together some type of uh, some type of book to really highlight, you know, what what we were blessed with in, in regards to being one of the first same-sex married couples here in New York City. But, you know, that aha moment of, you know, all couples are really similar. And mm-hmm. I think that people realize this. We don't think that people realize this. Here, here we go. This is our material. Yep. Because even in, it's really funny, too, how, how much that little piece of paper makes a difference. Like, you can live together for, like, six years, and then you turn around and get married, and all of a sudden things change because you think you're supposed to fit into some specific society-identified role now. And with you guys, first of all, you don't have any roles that you have to fit into, but you still have that. You've made, like you said, instead of still just, you know, living together and telling each other your boyfriends or whatever... You've actually committed to this is who I want to spend my life with. And that brings up a whole lot of stuff that people don't realize until you have that piece of paper in your hand. And until you look into each other's eyes and say, this is it. I love you. I want to marry you. Right. Right. Exactly. So, um, all right. So what were some of those challenges that you wrote about? Um, Most of the challenges that we wrote about were just, uh, you know, like... To pick, piggyback on what my husband was talking about, um, it was pretty much, you know, what our friends were going through, um, what, like he said, his family, his father and his, you know, mother and his friends. And it, it, same thing for my brothers and sisters and aunts and cousins and, you know, my father and mother, you know, going through the same problems. You know, we came across, you know, certain things that we didn't know, you know were going to happen, you know, but, you know, it's not perfect. So we decided that, you know, when it did happen, you know, to jot it down, like, okay, this is something that we did come across, which was, you know, love you or heart you, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's pretty much like you have to love yourself in order to love someone else, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was one of, that was the one, the first things that we, you know, came across when, even before we got married, you know, it was it was it was for both of us to to be committed to each other for the rest of our lives. We had to love who we were as as a person, as people, um, in order to to give ourselves fully to the next person. Yeah, absolutely. And I always say, um, you, you you wake up with yourself first. You know, even before you wake up next to your partner or significant other or whatever you call you know, the, the romantic person in your life, you know, you wake up with yourself first and you have to be happy with the person that you are. Like who, who wants to be with someone who can't even enjoy their own company, you know? And it was really important for us to be able to love ourselves individually before being able to come together as a couple, you know? And so that's how we start the book. That's, that was our first lifelong relationship lesson, you know, that we had to get to a point of completely loving who we were for who we were before even attempting to love another person as much as you should, you know? And and I'm nodding my head here because, you know, you're in your 20s, which is like when you're still really discovering yourself and deciding if you're happy in your own skin or not. Yes. Right. (laughs) Right. And, you know, like you said, you've got to figure out who you are before you go ahead and say, I can live with you the rest of my life, but I don't know who I am yet. Yep. Right. Yep. 
and you know we we are both young and it's it's obvious you know you can I mean you can't do it on the podcast but you can look at us and tell that we are a young couple um, so many people jokingly think that I am still a teenager sometimes which is really funny to me um, but you know we've lived we've lived you know mm-hmm. at 20 at, in, our, in our late 20s we've lived enough to know the men that we are today the men that we aspire to be and we've made that commitment to become those men together you know uh, we, we do say in the book you know kings walking hand hand in hand my mm-hmm. husband Antonio is my king you know I think of myself as a king and it's important to to build a throne together if you will yeah. it's, it's really important to not worry about who I'm going to be in 10 years who I'm going to be in 20 or 30 years it's who am I going to be with this person in 10 20 30 years I know enough to know that I want to grow and and become one with with someone else and and that's all because I can wholeheartedly say that I love myself that's awesome and that's just so perfect and it's so perfect for like you said that applies to um, same-sex marriages it applies to you know I don't want to say regular marriages. I don't know the right terminology. I don't want to. I don't want to offend you or anything. But you know, for heterosexual marriages or for same-sex marriages, yeah. and even for people that are just living together that haven't gotten married, mm-hmm. you know, um, you have to know and love who you are, and you have to know that the other person knows who they are, so that you can grow together. Because that's the whole point of being in a partnership with someone is to know that you're comfortable with each other and you can share everything. And, you know, I know a lot of couples that still don't share everything. You know, they'll whisper in my ear, shh, don't tell so-and-so because I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to sneak out and say I'm doing one thing, but I'm coming out with you and the girls. And, you know, you need to have that uh, communication. You know, communication is key. Oh, it's absolutely key. Uh, It's absolutely key. And, you know, uh, there's so many little tidbits and tips that we give from our daily lives in this book. Um, and you, you kind of touched on another one of kind of sneaking out and not feeling like you can be 100% open. Uh, what Antonio, Antonio and I have, which is, which is very important to me is that we have a strong friendship. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a, it's not fluff and it's not a joke that he is my best friend. Um, right. I'm, I'm very, I guess not myself when I'm socializing and my right arm isn't there. You mm-hmm. know, it's become my appendage. She's my arm. Mm-hmm. It, so having my best friend in tote with me anywhere I go is a bonus. It's a plus. I mean, who doesn't love being with their best friend? Which is another tip that you know we write about. It's you have to enter this relationship knowing that this person has to become one of the, if not the closest person to you. And growing up in life, who are those people? Those people are your best friends. So how mm-hmm. are you in a relationship with someone that you don't consider to be one of your best friends? And someone that you don't want to hide anything from. You want to be able to be totally open and yourself and not be criticized. Absolutely. Right, right. But, it, it, you know, the, the, to piggyback on what you said, it also goes back to the fact that majority of people no matter what the age is you know whatever life throws at you any experience that you go through and you learn and grow from that 
you take that and you use that for yourself and you, you grow as a person um, so that when it comes around the next time, um, you know what it is to do with yourself and what not to do to someone else. So it's pretty much it's all about the experiences you go through in life. And I think with, with me and Alvin, we grew up in you know different parts i what i wouldn't say different parts of the world but if you call louisiana and new york different parts of the oh, world oh yeah they're very different but um we grew up in, in different parts and we were raised differently and the fact that we were raised so differently we learned so much uh about each other that was so different that when we you know met it was just like wow like i see you like i see me I'm looking at a mirror, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that was the main thing that, that, you know, led us to fall in love and get married. It was the fact that we've been through the experiences and, you know, we, 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 we knew it was right. Yeah. That's great. Um, I just realized that we never have said the title of your book. And <laughs> that's, you know, one of the things we want it's people so to important. find out. <laughs> so important. Um, the title of our book is The Best Workout is Sex, A Gay Guide to Your Ideal Marriage. And it is available worldwide. You can order copies through Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Amazon, um, on your iPads, your Nooks and Kindles, iPhones. iPhones um, we're available everywhere, okay. and um, we're so so proud of the best workout is sex, a gay guide to your ideal marriage, uh, because it's our baby. I mean, from from idea through fruition. You know, mm-hmm. this this is all of us, and. Um, just a, just a little note on the title, The Best Workout is Sex. Um, we do want to point out that the sex in the title is in parentheses. Mm-hmm. You know, this book is not about the physical act of sex. The, the book is about the mental and emotional sex that couples go through. And um, I love that. I read that in your um, description that you sent yeah. to me when you pitched yeah. to be on the podcast. And that is exactly... You know, one of the things that my boyfriend and I talk about a lot is that, you know, we're making love to each other all day long, hey, all you day. know, just by talking to each other That's right? and yep. interacting with each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, people do this all day without really knowing. And you, I, I think my husband is the most attractive thing walking, you mm-hmm. know, and and I'm sure other people do as well. But for me, it's more so because he stimulates my mind. He stim- mm-hmm. We have stimulating conversation. We, we, have, we have a connection that goes so far beyond, above and beyond the sexual connection that when we are connecting on an, a mental and emotional level, it just heightens everything else, including the physical sex. Right. That, and... Yeah, and I'm glad you explained that because we don't want people to stay away from the book just thinking it's going to be talking about sex. Yeah, right, right. I think the main thing that we, you know, we thought about before going into the whole process of writing the book, and um, you know, we had to come up with a, a working title. You mm-hmm. know, we had everything that we wanted to do, but we had to come up with a working title. Um, we wanted to pinpoint, like my husband said, more mental than physical, and. Um, you know, we were sitting here on the couch and, you know, we were going through titles, random titles that, you know, we would say pop up. And my husband's like, how about the best work out of sex? And I'm like, a gay guy to the idea of marriage. Like, it just came mm-hmm. instant. Yeah. It was just something like, wait a minute, we're two happily same-sex 
gay men mm-hmm. who have been through it, who are seeing it, who are, you know, going through it and want to be able to express it to other people that, you know, let's do it in a non-sexual way. And the thing about the title is that it's so controversial mm-hmm. um, because when people look at it, they're like, oh my God, uh, sex. Oh my God, two gay men. And, you know, once you read the premises of the book, you're like, uh, am I, am I, I, I'm stuck. I'm, why, why is this book <laughs> talking about sex? It's talking about mental. It's giving me help. And, and that's, that's the aha moment that we have yeah. in the book. Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely wanted something that was uh, a little provocative and, and um, appealing to the eye and the senses. And um, I think that's, that was the, you know, uh, the reason for really deciding on this, this particular title. I mean, at the end of the day, we wanted to keep it real with people. Yeah. Uh, once again, people don't realize that you're having some form of intimacy. You know, that's the key word there. It's intimacy. It's sex. Mm-hmm. You're having some form of in- intimacy with your partner all day long, whether it's, you know, the, the initial uh, good morning, sweetheart, I love you, or the, the, the soft hand caressing the knee or the hand while you're watching TV or mm-hmm. what the case may be. You're connecting. You're intimately connecting, which is a form of sex. Well, and the second part of your title being, you know, a gay men's guide to um, intimacy or whatever, it's you have extra challenges. Yes. You know, I mean, you seriously, because of society, you have challenges that you have to go through that heterosexual couples don't have to. Absolutely. Correct. And if you can get through those and survive, you know, I can see where it would be very beneficial for your insights to be helpful to any couple. Yes, yes Deborah, you're right. so with us. That that was our that was the whole process that of it. That was the process. aha moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because we found ourselves once again talking to so many people that were close to us, family, and, and once again including our parents. You know, uh, distant relatives, cousins, brothers, brothers sisters, sisters. You know. and people just kind of sitting back, like, "Wow, you you guys are married." Not so much so that you're two men but in the same breath you're married because you're two men and you're making it work yeah you know, there, there has to be so many more options what's your secret <laughs> what's your secret how, how did you walk down the aisle you know right. what happened right and that that's exactly what it was for us you know we gay men gay couples gay women should should be able to get such profound relationship tips on how to make make things work because we're not necessarily just dealing with what happens in our household. Yep. You know, we openly walk the streets holding hands. We're affectionate. We have matching, stunning, I might add, wedding bands. <laughs> you know that people see and they ask about. Like, there's we're not even talking to one another out in public. We're just going about our day, and people notice that we're wearing two what are obviously wedding bands, and they're the same. It sparks conversation. Okay, you need to send me a picture to include in the podcast notes. <laughs> we will absolutely send you a picture of our wedding bands. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's, it's just so... It goes back in history. If you look back in history, you're facing the same challenges that uh, many years ago mixed-race couples faced. Yeah. So... You know, now, you know, maybe there are still those people out there that, you know, crinkle their nose when they see a mixed race marriage, but it's accepted now. 
you know, it's not, you know, they're they're not going to get shot in the in the diner because, you know, there's a, a black man and a white woman with kids. Um, you know, you're at the cutting edge of the next barrier of discrimination. So, you know, you're leading the way on same-sex marriages. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, once again, this this the book idea and us wanting to give our voice to this hot button issue, you know, was because we felt an obligation of sorts to show that we are like every other couple, just like, you know, forefathers had to stand on, you know, we stand on their shoulders, the forefathers who had to fight for interracial couples to be able to be married. And Mm -hmm. it's interestingly, it's interesting that you mentioned, you know, the racism of, you know, 40 years ago, 50 years ago with interracial couples because we are an interracial couple yeah. as well, you know, mm-hmm. on that. And I am from Louisiana, you know, uh, the... The, the product, hotbed of racism. Yeah, a hotbed <laughs> of racism, you know, a product of two African-American, you know, young kids raised by his father who went on to marry a white woman. Mm-hmm. And, and they're still looked at in 2012, in some kind of uh, odd way at times, depending on where they are, you know, and and people kind of look at my brothers and sisters, younger brothers and sisters who are of mixed race, a little awkward at times. Right. So, you know, this we we wanted to use the voice that we had no idea that we would be blessed with. You know, all of this press surrounding our wedding being you know talked about in the New York Times and on you know, being featured on uh, John Stewart's The Daily Show, we were given a platform to speak up. We represent a completely different demographic that uh, some people are sometimes afraid of. Yep. And and that had to add additional pressure as well. You know, you just got married and all of a sudden you're celebrities because you got married. Well, my husband's a celebrity, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well... Um, I think you're both good-looking guys, so that thank I don't you. think one has thank got anything over on the other one. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, now, how ha- now? Okay, so we talked about how you got the book started, what the premise of the book is. Now, how have you been marketing, other than you know all these great things that happened before you wrote the book? Um, well, the marketing side of things and just the communication efforts. It's really, really interesting for me um, because, like I said in, in my introduction uh, to everyone, I'm a publicist by, by day. That's my trade. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm familiar, very familiar with brand management and, you know, marketing and advertising and PR as, as a whole. And this is literally our baby from creation through fruition. And I represent the book through my PR agency. Okay. And, you know, I handle all of the promotions, the marketing. Um, you know, we, we handle everything. You know, when it came to reaching out to you to pitch this idea, it, it was me reaching out on behalf of the book as the publicist, as right. the marketer, and, and speaking about two authors. And I just so happened to be one of those authors. Yeah. And that's really, that's really awesome that you have that. Are you, like, using social media? I mean, I got in touch with you through um, helpareporterout.com, Harrow. 
yep. which is a wonderful way to find sources for any kind of interviews or yep. you know articles. Um, what other things are you doing? You're on Facebook. You have Facebook, Facebook, uh, Twitter. We also have um, a book website. Um, and like my husband was saying, um, he represents the book as you know the publicist. Um, he has his own agency, which is also it's on there. So you know, once you type it into the the Google search engine, it's pretty much it pops yeah, up. Yeah, everything pops yeah. up. And you know, through my agency, the Media Model, uh, which is obviously based here in New York City, I have a lot of communications tools and resources that I am able to tap into to to find the appropriate places to pitch the book, to pitch us, okay. as, to push the national conversation because. It's really important to us to open up this dialogue of love is love. You know, right. we, we, we had this, you know, misfortune of North Carolina recently voting for a ban against same-sex marriage and equality. And that was just the harsh reality of people are still uncomfortable right. with same-sex couples. And it's really important to show everybody that we are just like every other couple that you know we're just like your neighbors we're everyone has someone that they can relate to in regards to same sex right uh, loving if it even if they don't know it yeah because yep. there's so many people who you know are fearful of being living in 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 the dark yeah and you know people don't realize that their, their mother or father or brother or sister or cousin or best friend or classmate that they are in study hall with or anyone that they come into constant contact with could be same-sex loving mm-hmm. and afraid to say anything about it. Right. right. For right. us, it was really pushing this national conversation right. of we're just like you. You know, right. our, our family loves us no less, right. you know, because we are same-sex loving. And yeah. the support that we have is so, so profound. And that's why we thank our families in our book, because we, we have, we're, we're treated just like the brothers and sisters, the brothers and sisters. There's no, right. there's no difference. Right. And I think the, the main thing that, you know, this is something I've, I've, I've discussed with, you know, my husband on many occasions and, you know, of course, friends and family, you know, they've always brought up the question, you know. Um, about the the it's it's you and another man it's you it's a woman and a woman you know it, and they never f- fully understand it but my main my main thing is that you know everybody's gonna have an opinion about anything you right. know and you know we as people have to realize that when you're in the process of being born you don't know what you're gonna be born nope. <laughs> black white gay straight blue purple you don't know. And my main thing is, you know, to have so so much hate on, you know, people who are different from you. And it, it, it goes back to a touchy subject that I always discuss with my husband, which was racism. I grew up as a young child, you know, in school with the, the whole racism uh, teaching classes. And I, w- I hated it. I hated all my friends were African-American, all yeah. my friends. And to me, it was just like, how can someone else treat someone who's, you know, beautiful for, you know, who they are as a person and not see that, but look at the outside or or look at who they are, 
and what they're doing is it, it's, it's to me it's 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 nasty. And I mean, the main concern was you know we know we we know who we are, and you know people have to realize that. Again, it goes back to you don't know what you're going to be born, and you just got to live your life the way you want to. It's people loving people. It's not men loving women or men loving men or women loving women. It's, exactly. it's people loving people. Exactly. Um, okay. Um, what would you tell uh, uh, an author that was just starting out? What would you, What advice would you give them? Um, I would say don't give up on your dream my main my i mean our main thing me and my husband is that you know we have passions you know everybody has passions everybody has inspirations everybody wants to do something with their life and 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 be you know career driven i'm and you know nobody knows how to do it when to do it and and why should they do it and and my thing you know um speaking from you know me and my husband is that you you have to do what your heart desires. And if you can't do that, then you shouldn't be doing that. And, you know, you're always going to get, you're always, most most of the times you're going to get knocked down. You're going to be told no. But at the end of the day, if that's what you love to do, then that's what really matters. You stick to it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it's so important as an author to carve your own lane. Um, there's, there's no point of, really trying to be the next the next the next you know big author you know mm-hmm. trying to be the next jk rowling you know why don't you be the first whoever you are yeah. um, and i think that's really important for people uh, especially authors to know um and in regards to carving out your own lane you know we are self-published and it's 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 really important that we uh make that known we're published through author house which is the largest self-publishing company um, so we have pretty much the best of both worlds. When it came to the production of our book, we had all of the final say-so. Uh, we have all of the rights and royalties to our book. Um, we, we have access to, through Author House, so many different distribution companies, which made it possible for us to be available all over all over the world. You know, we are rock stars in Sydney, Australia. And nice. I, I think that it, it's the funniest thing you, to see our book come up in Sweden and Finland and Brazil and Spain and all of these different places. It's so rewarding for us because we, we, we didn't conform as authors. We had a subject and we had a date. We wanted our book to be available to the public by the time of our first year anniversary, which is the first year anniversary of same-sex legalized marriage here in New York State, mm-hmm. going the traditional route, we would have been put in a box. We would have possibly had to sign with a LGBT-focused book company. Mm-hmm. We would have been put in a market, a niche market, and that's not what we wanted. So we made the decision to by, bypass the whole traditional route and really put our, our all into this project and, and do all of the writing, no ghostwriters, do all of the editing, um, you know, no extra help. Um, really come up with the topics and, and the formatting. And we really, this is really our baby. So the advice in a nutshell is to authors is create your own lane. You know, don't take no for an answer. And do what you want to do. 
Well, and that's excellent because that's excellent advice because you know you mentioned J.K. Rowling and I've been mentioning her a lot in our podcasts as we go through them because she didn't start out famous, you know. She yeah, didn't start. She didn't start out in a niche that already existed. She created a whole new world. She created a whole new world. And you know she got famous because people liked her world. So, you don't have to be the next Harry Potter story. You know, you need to be whatever your world is and present it to people. And you can be the rock star. Like you said, your rock stars in Sydney, Australia. You know, you can be the rock stars that are helping push the ideas that you have out to the public. And um, she obviously didn't self-publish, but, you know... Had she been starting today instead of when she did, she may have self-published yeah. at this point because she was turned down quite a bit. Stephen King, you know, he was turned down a lot before somebody finally took a chance on him. Right. So, and most of the popular authors are. And in today's day and age, our readers don't all want to read the same old formula stuff. Yeah. You know, maybe the Nora Roberts fans want to read you know, more of her style of writing, but they're not all they're also not opposed to reading a new romance writer's style of writing. Yes, absolutely. You know, you you don't have to follow the formulas of old because with technology the way it is, look at two guys in New York City have books published all over the world. Yeah. There you go. And and for that it's it's such a pat on our back. You know, Mm -hmm. we have to be excited by the, the, the opportunities that we're being we're being afforded at this moment in our life because there's so many different things that we want to do and we just had this conversation today you know we are super super excited to look at the traction that we're getting to see if we're being picked up anywhere it, it's really excited for us because we are doing this by ourselves and um, we recently made it onto iTunes uh, what's hat 100 list oh and, nice. Uh, you know, and it's for me, uh, and it's for me specifically as a publicist. I'm just like, man, I, it's it's amazing to get any type of press, let alone press for your baby, for your yeah. for your own, you know, your own project. And when my husband told me that we made it to this what's hot 100 list, I mean, I could have gone through the roof. And, <laughs> you know, and today, my husband says, "Oh, babe, we're we're kind of fluctuating. We've gone down a few spots on the list." And for me, I'm like, that's fine. I don't care. I'm you still know, on the list. We're on a list. <laughs> we're, you know, we we're we're doing this on our own, and we're on the list. Yeah, you screenshot you screenshot that, and put it on your website. Oh yeah, you know, we we are bestsellers on Amazon. No one can ever take that away from us, regardless yep. of where it goes from here. We're bestseller bestsellers on Amazon by our own merits. Yep. And we we didn't conform. We had a message that we wanted to put out to the public. And I'm so proud to share this opportunity with my husband and have, you know, come up with the first all-inclusive relationship book for all couples. That's creating your own lane. Yeah. Now, what is your next project going to (laughs) be? Awkward, awkward pause. Um, Caught you off guard with that one. Yeah, well, you know, for us, there are tons of opportunities that we are being afforded. There are tons of opportunities that we are being blessed with, uh, both individually as well as 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 a couple. Couple, Yeah. Um, 
you know, I am, I have all of my eggs in a basket of really building my PR agency, the media model. Which mm-hmm. has taken off, just to, <laughs> just to clarify that. Oh, oh, my husband, my big cheerleader. And, um, you know, with me, I've, I've been, you know, doing more acting. I just shot my first commercial and, um, you Congratulations. know. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, as, as individuals, we have our, our dreams and aspirations. And as a couple, what we're doing is that we want to see each other succeed. So what okay. we do is we push each other. We cheer each other on. We tell each other it's going to be okay when you know, there's a no, you know, the next one might say yes, you know, we give each other words of of encouragement. And I think, you know, majority of people need that in a stable marriage or relationship or even friendship, you know, Mm -hmm. either or, you know, any relationship, you need that. And, you know, with us, that's what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're just working towards our individual goals and our collective goals, which change quite often. (laughs) Change daily, depending on if you're on the Hot 100 list or not, right? uh, Right. Right. You know, we we came into this as two dynamic individuals, and we are one hell of a couple, you know? And uh, it's just, what's next? You know, big things for for my acting husband, and what's next for me? You know, hopefully major, major moves on the business side of things for me, and you know, opportunities are coming in from this particular project. I mean, one specifically, um, I've been granted the opportunity to be a regular contributor uh, blogger for the Huffington Post. And, you know, I'm using that outlet to uh, bring strength and empowerment to those who who may not necessarily know they need it. Mm -hmm. You know, so what's next for us? The, The stars and the moon. There you go. I like it. Um, all right. Well, we've just about used up all of our time, and I want to make sure that our listeners, you know, we don't go over time on them too much. Yep. Um, I, what would, what are your um, parting thoughts? Like, if you, whether it's an author or not, what are, what are some parting thoughts you would give people? Um, I would say stay true to who you are and, and, and reach for the stars. Um, on my side of things, I, I would say um, be gentle with yourself. Um, the, we live in a in a an instant society these days. Uh, it, it takes it takes hard work and uh, determination to get anywhere, regardless of what your goals are. So I I think it's really important for people to know and understand that it's important to be gentle with yourself and and. And, and not um, not look for the quick fix. Okay. I like that. That's beautiful. All right. Um, a lot of people listen to us on uh, through podcatchers and through iTunes and whatnot, and they don't necessarily go to our website to see the show notes. So, um, Alvin, why don't you tell people where they can find, you know, what website is for, what the website is for your book and what the uh, website is for your PR company. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, so the website for our book, the first all-inclusive relationship guide on the market, uh, The Best Workout is Sex, A Gay Guide to Your Ideal Marriage. You can find everything about the book at our website, thebestworkoutissex.com. And once again, that's thebestworkoutissex.com. And you can find us all over the place. Uh, the best place at the moment is um, electronic retailers, Amazon, Books A Million, um, Barnes and Noble, and 
for in regards to my agency, the media model, you can find everything that I'm doing, all of my clients, every everybody that I'm working with, uh, entertainment, lifestyle, um, personalities, at themediamodel.com. Okay, and Antonio, do you have any other websites of your own, or? Um, I think the main websites, you know, you know, like like Alvin was saying, is that. www.thebestworkoutofsex.com you know you find out all the information and how to contact you know us as authors and information about the book and also Alvin's you know website uh, themediamodel.com you, you're going to see all his uh, you know clients which I'm one of them so <laughs> either either way if you wanted to get in contact with one of us you, those two websites are perfect you know it has our Facebook links our Twitter pages Okay. You know, the books, Twitter and Facebook, everything is on there. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's pretty much as long as you go to those two pages, we're there. Yeah, you know, you can you can really find us. Our information is out there in the universe. And we are really looking to connect with those who are, you know, supporters of our causes. We are looking uh, to connect with people who uh, believe in our businesses and our brands and we are we really want to connect with uh people who are dream dream chasers dream chasers i like it uh i wonder if that domain name is taken <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go look before i post this yeah, <laughs> um all right well everyone listening um i want to thank alvin and antonio for being our guests tonight i really enjoyed our conversation and i hope all of our listeners did too And you can find this podcast along with others at bookities.com. And you can uh, search for either Alvin or or Antonio's names and uh, this podcast will pop up for you so that you can leave comments. And if you're an author that wants to be on one of our podcasts, at the top of the page you can click on the Contact Us button and you can also leave information about your book on the Tell Us About Your Book link. And um, as always, you can find all of our podcasts, and we'd like to thank our host, geekcast.fm, G-E-E-K-C-A-S-T dot F-M. And you can find Book Goodies on Twitter at twitter.com slash bookgoodies and Facebook at facebook.com slash bookgoodies. But we'd really rather you just go to our website, which is bookgoodies.com. You can find me personally at DebraCarney.com and at Twitter.com slash Loxley, L-O-X-L-Y. And I want to thank all of our listeners. Again, thank you, Elvin and Antonio. Thank you. Thank you. um, Everybody have a great day. Get writing. And thank you for listening.